Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. So let's first focus on your story. Tell us a bit about where you are today and what has been your journey with tinnitus, John? Well, the journey began in January of 2021. I'm not positive what caused tinnitus. I think it was advanced age. Uh, In other words, just, you know, hearing loss, stressful time as an attorney and maybe previous exposure to COVID, not sure, but it began in January of 2021, maybe the latter part of 2021, uh, January of 2021. And I think I've always had a moderate uh, version of tinnitus. Of course, I don't know what anybody else hears, but I don't think my tinnitus was outrageous, but it, it did turn my life upside down. For the first 90 days, I guess I did what everybody does. I, you know, I went to my family doctor, nice guy who knew nothing um, about tinnitus, really. Uh, sent me to an ENT, checked my ears, said, your ears are fine. Sent me to his audiologist who said, yes, you have a hearing loss. You're 70 years old. That's to be expected. And you have tinnitus. They handed me a pamphlet, told me I had tinnitus and said there really was not much they could offer. And so that was depressing, uh, but it set me into searching, I like, I guess, like everybody does on the internet. And I read a lot, a lot of which was, I think, baloney, but some of it good led me to Dr. Thompson, which sort of helped after, you know, got me sort of squared away, gave me some basic good science-based background of what tinnitus was, recommended hearing aids, which I got. They were a huge help. Began to meditate, try to adjust my sleep, use sound therapy, somewhat in my office, but mainly at home at night. Used a headband for sleep, which I still use and and, and love. Adjusted my diet some, began to emphasize uh, exercise more and slowly began to improve. Talk to us about those tools that helped you during the first 90 days that you shared were the hardest for you. Uh, did you find much during those 90 days that that was helpful? And then what, what allowed you to turn the corner in your eyes? Yeah, the first 90 days, I would say nothing really helped. I tried acupuncture a couple of times. That didn't help. I tried therapy to relax. I, I really was not able to relax. I think I was in the fight or flight phase and my nervous system would not settle down. It really wasn't until I got the hearing aids and the sound therapy through the hearing aids and got them programmed correctly with what I use, pink noise. That was a huge help. That was that was the number one thing. Everything else, I think, was complimentary. I did your, your uh, meditation challenge. I began, I did that, that introduced me to meditation. I began reading a lot more about meditation generally. Conscious breathing helped. I did get a a neurosensory buzz band, which I don't really know what it does, frankly, but it seems to help. 
I stopped searching the internet. I have not stopped it completely. I would say I, I still follow the research of Dr. Susan Shore, and I'm aware of the Lanier device and that sort of thing. But I, I don't, I'm not obsessed with, you know, researching tinnitus all the time. I tried to put it in the background, and I have to a great extent. I, I have not, I'm not cured. I still have tinnitus, but I would say on a scale of one to 10, I, I'm about 80% over it. Uh, I still experience it some. I've never had what I believe is a spike. I have waves a little bit or, uh, or, or variations, but I, I've never had a really bad spike. I, I don't like that word. It's a scary word. Mm. This is a short interruption from today's video to announce the tinnitus quiz. If you're watching this video, there's a good chance that you or someone you know has tinnitus. We know how much tinnitus can impact your daily life, and we're here to help. Visit tinnitusquiz.com and take a two-minute quiz to receive personalized treatment plans that have helped hundreds of people learn to manage their tinnitus. Start now at tinnitusquiz.com. So, John, I want to focus on tools, our first section here. So, you named some tools that were helpful. You named hearing aids and sound therapy being the, the most helpful. You named yes. uh, meditation and stress reduction. That was also helpful. You also mentioned having some some buzzes through the bracelet. That was helpful. So talk to us about just, just number one, sound therapy. What did you experience when you tried it? And what would be your advice for others who haven't tried hearing aids with tinnitus programming inside of them, given knowing that many people have a hearing test that shows a mild high pitch hearing loss. They're not really having that many trouble, that much trouble hearing, but they do have trouble with tinnitus. So I think you can talk, talk to that quite well based on your case of what went on. Talk to us about getting the hearing test, reviewing the results, considering what to do, and then ultimately trying the sound therapy. Well, I was not cognizant that I was having any hearing problems. And the hearing test uh, revealed a, a mild high frequency hearing loss. I don't think I would have gotten hearing aids, but for the sound therapy component of it helped tremendously. The first audiologist that I consulted and who sold me the hearing aids, I don't think really understood how to program it for tinnitus. I had to go to a second audiologist who did completely understand how to do it, as yours do, and it just works. I, I mean, I think I was reluctant, as maybe some people do from a vanity standpoint, because I felt like it signaled old age, but I've had absolutely no problem adapting to them. No one ever mentions it. I have no more problem wearing hearing aids than I do wearing my glasses. I wear them, I put them on in the morning when I get up. I wear them all day unless I'm in the shower. I wear them in the gym and they they are a tremendous help. Now, hmm. exactly how they work, I don't know. Uh, I know, I think the sound is set slightly below the tinnitus level. I can still hear the tinnitus. It doesn't mask it or drown it out, but for some reason it just settles it. And over time, I think also the intensity of the sound has gradually reduced some, not dramatically, but it has reduced some. Mm. And the botherness, bothersomeness has clearly decreased. Mm. And that's what we want. That's what we want to see those 
slow but steady ongoing changes. And John, I want to give you a shout out because you're here and you're here to give back. You're here to share tips of really what worked and what helped John manage tinnitus with some hearing loss, with different tools. I want to ask you, John, to explain your introduction to guided breathing and meditation and how that was a part of your tinnitus treatment and your ultimate relief of the sound. Well, I had never meditated in my life. I didn't know anything about meditation. I was introduced to it by you and your tinnitus seven-day challenge. I did that several times. And then I just began to research on the internet, different apps, the Calm app. There's a number of very good apps. And now I meditate every day, not long, maybe 15, 20 minutes a day. I meditate usually before I go to bed at night. It helps settle me to sleep. The same thing with with breathing. I, I knew nothing about anything about special breathing techniques. But now I do the four, seven, eight breathing, the box breathing that settles my nervous system, I think, helps settle it. I would definitely recommend people try to educate themselves on breathing techniques through trouble health. I was introduced to Peter, who and I can never pronounce his last name, Vernizzi, I think, the psychologist in Arizona who has himself tinnitus. I think he advertises as the therapist with tinnitus, and he has classes that you can take about CBT and other techniques to help with anxiety aspects of tinnitus. That was helpful. I took his class. That and exercise, trying to be very religious with my exercise. I think just my overall physicality has improved. I lost 20 pounds, which I needed to lose, uh, maybe Five, which has been helpful. So that's what I've done. John, we have our we have our first question coming here. If your tinnitus is 80% gone, or if you don't notice it 80% of the time, talk to us about what real world benefit are you experiencing? Is it volume? Is it awareness? Or is it both? It's both. I would say it's primarily awareness. I don't I'm not aware of it about 80% of the time. There's some days that it, I might notice it more than others, but and it's not a steady situation. It's not linear. It's up and down. There's some one step forward, two step backs in, in my journey, but it has definitely been a reduction in the awareness of it. And the volume, when I do hear it, is usually less. So I think primarily awareness, somewhat loss of volume. Great. But if I'm not hearing it, I don't care. If I'm not noticing it, I don't care what the volume is, frankly. Great point. Great point. Second question is, is your tinnitus worse at home or while you're trying to fall asleep at night? Is it worse more during the day? Is it worse at night? And how do you manage sleeping? I would say for me, my tinnitus is usually worse in the morning. For some reason, when I first wake up, I sometimes will notice it more. Sleeping, no. I, I like I say, I usually meditate for 15 or 20 minutes before I go to sleep. I have sound therapy by my bed. I play brown noise. I put on a headband and I don't have any trouble sleeping. I have at various times over the last couple of years used sleeping medication, but I don't really require it, I don't think. So it's it's basically just sound therapy by the bed and the headband in addition. And I sleep no problem. I usually sleep a good eight-hour sleep. I will say 
that sleep for me, sleep and stress are the two things that seem to affect my tinnitus. Tell us more about that. Well, if I don't have a good night's sleep, then that will be a time the next day when my tinnitus may be bothering me a little more than normal. So I would encourage people to pay attention to their sleep hygiene and try to get as much good sleep as you can and minimize stress in your life. Uh, I used to joke that as a lawyer, I never had stress. I created stress. And now I do my very best to minimize stress. It's not possible to eliminate it, but through exercise and good diet and other things, I try to, I just try to minimize it to the extent I can seems to help. Excellent. All right. Let's talk about what dietary changes helped and which didn't make a difference in your personal experience. I personally, from what I've read and researched, I don't think that there, the diet is a huge factor for tinnitus. I don't presume to give any medical advice or I'm not Ben Thompson, but I think just a clean diet, just, you know, not a lot of sugar. I don't drink alcohol anyway. I've cut out things like caffeine, just trying to eat generally a more healthy diet and reduce sugar and things like that. I think it's helped some, but I I don't know. I can't, I can't be sure. I don't know for sure. And another question here, the CBT that you spoke of and that kind of approach, did you have that in person? Did you have that over Zoom? And then what exactly did you benefit? What did you experience in terms of cognitive or behavioral therapy, CBT? I did not. I've never had CBT or any counseling in person. The most I've had was the eight-week class that Peter Venisi has that he offers at sort of an introductory class and just learn, you know, not to catastrophize, to, you know, to try to think through things more rationally. So that's about it. I know Dr. Bruce Hubbard from New York is, uh, I guess, the nation's leader in that realm and that area. Uh, I think he does a very good job at people in CBT. I think Dr. Bruce Hubbard is a, is a good resource. I've read some of the things he's written. Great. Just basically learning not to catastrophize, not to figure that the worst is going to happen. Recognize you will get better. Mm. When we speak about tinnitus and we give advice or recommendations, we must remember that everyone has a unique experience. There are certain things that will work for most, but sometimes not everyone. Additionally, someone may say, hey, this thing really worked for me but it doesn't work for the most. So we have to acknowledge this is an individual process here. That said, John, you've shared a bit about the context of your tinnitus. It's at least somewhat related to hearing loss, age-related hearing loss, but there's more elements here to it. You've had success managing tinnitus, reducing the awareness over time. What would be your advice to others who are currently in a place of bothersome tinnitus in those early stages And then just general advice you'd have here for everyone that is live who wants to learn from your journey. So perhaps they don't make the same uh, mistakes or so that they can learn from what worked for you. Well, I think the overarching piece of advice would be to get a good, good, solid professional advice that you do not buy into the you will not improve. There's nothing that can be done. This is a lifetime sentence. You can improve. You you will improve. I think habituation is real. And I'm not a marketing director for Trouble Health, but uh, Dr. 
Kennedy is excellent. Dr. Thompson is excellent. I, I would get good, solid advice from them. I would get your hearing tested. I would seriously consider hearing aids. I would consider sound therapy. I don't think silence is our friend. At least it wasn't for me. I think having good background noise to distract yourself from the tinnitus initially is helpful. Emphasize your sleep. Make sure your sleep is good. Try to reduce your stress. Learn about meditation and breathing techniques will help. And then be patient. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I had good improvement in the first three to six months. Since then, it's been steady, gradual improvement over the last couple of years. I think I am still improving somewhat. So I, I think be patient, be optimistic, and you'll get there or get close to there. And you don't have to get 100% there, I think, to declare victory. I think getting most of the way there is enough, at least in my view. Yeah. So tell us about tell us about today. What would you mark up as a good day with your tinnitus? And then uh, go back to the first uh, six months. What would you have considered to be a bad day for your tinnitus? Well, in the first six months, I mean, it was on my mind constantly. I mean, I was constantly thinking about it, researching it, reading about it, talking about it, talking to my staff, people in my life about it, worrying about it. Now, I'm certainly aware of it, but it is far less prominent in my life than it was then. I just, for most of the day, I'm not even aware I have it. There are times, certainly there are times and during the day when I will notice it. If I'm hungry or if I'm stressed, you know, if I haven't slept well, it may be a little bit more of a problem. But as I say, 80% of my time, I don't notice it. So it's a non-issue for me about 80% of my day. So that's yeah. that's where I am now. I want to bring up a point here because many individuals are looking for you know, the maximum treatment possible. And I would say that you've found it for your relative tinnitus. I would say from my knowledge, from where you're at, from where you started, you're doing quite well. And you're in that range of near the maximum benefit as you're still working on things. And I think what you're describing here of, of your current state is helpful to set a realistic expectation for some individuals because of course, everyone wants the sound to go to zero and to not think about it and to not have trouble with it. However, often we have to play within these margins of, well, how much better can we get the tinnitus and can I be satisfied with this outcome? So I hope this is helpful for some people because sometimes people ask, you know, if I have these kinds of symptoms, is it possible to get better or will I always have this tinnitus? And you're saying, I have some tinnitus still. And I'm a lot better. So it's not this binary choice of do I have tinnitus and I'm suffering or do I not have tinnitus and I'm happy and feeling better? It's all a process of margins and in the gray area. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I don't think it's an all or nothing situation. Would I prefer to go back to before I had tinnitus and, and never had any of this? Out? Of course, but I'm content with the progress I've made. And I think it's been great progress. And I believe that there will continue to be uh, some increased improvement. I think uh, habituation is the cure right now until the magic pill comes, if it ever comes. But I mean, even if it came out now, I'm not sure I would, I would get the pill because I'm not sure I need it. 
I think I can deal well with where I am right now. And I'm not looking for a hundred percent in order to declare victory. I think I'm pretty much there and I'm happy with where I am. Mm. So thank you so much, John. You've shared the tools you've used, sound therapy, meditation, getting professional help, hearing aids, um, other complementary aspects, diet, nutrition, bimodal a bit. You've talked about advice you have for everyone who's here live, uh, especially those who have a similar similar story in case as yours. And then you shared some really optimistic encouragement. And that is exactly why we're here on the Tinnitus Triumph Summit. Any last words here before we sign off? No, I, I just wish everyone the best. I think you'll get there. Just be patient, get good advice. There are, you know, five, six, seven tools out there that I think we can all use. You know, I don't expose myself to really loud concerts or things like that. Not going to put my head up against a speaker at an ACDC concert or something. But other than that, I'm, you know, I'm leading my life. And and I think if you're at the beginning of the journey, you will get there. Just be patient and be persistent. Do the Do the things that Dr. Thompson and his audiologist will teach you. And I think you'll get there. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.